Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, January 17th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Christina Lulich. And I'm Noah Osborne. Here are today's headlines. Mayor Adams is writing a new chapter for New York City public libraries, and New Yorkers are responding with a rally today in Queens. That's right, Noah. Community leaders, parents, and students are denouncing the mayor's proposed move to cut funding for public libraries. Instead, they're calling for more funding. New York is home to more than 200 public libraries, which serve as crucial lifelines for people who lack at-home internet access and need after-school tutoring. The proposed cuts could possibly force libraries to scale back their hours of programming as well as workers. The mayor's plan will slash library funding by more than $30 million in the next two years. This morning, Mayor Eric Adams hosted a press conference to reaffirm New York City's commitment to women's health care. The city's goals include ensuring that women get the same health care as men, expanding access to medication abortion, and relaunching the Sexual Education Task Force. It's time we made New York City the future of women's health. And that is exactly what we are going to do. We're going to make New York City the healthiest city for women and girls in the nation. In order to reach these goals, the city will bring together experts on research, public health, and health care at a Women's Health Summit in March in New York City. Can you smell the excitement in the air, Christina? Yeah, it smells like delicious food, Noah. That's because today is the start of Restaurant Week in the city, which is a part of New York's larger winter outing program. Hundreds of restaurants across the five boroughs will be offering some pretty tasty special menu options. The sweetest part of it all is the prices, with $30 lunch options and three-course dinners that run from $45 to $60. And if New Yorkers are thirsty for some entertainment, Restaurant Week coincides with Broadway Week, where you can purchase two Broadway tickets for the price of one to more than 20 shows. New Yorkers have until February 12 to get in on some of these delicious deals. Fans of all music genres can buy items from their favorite artists. And it's all to support a good cause. Taylor Swift's guitar and Eminem's shoes are just a couple of the things being sold at Music Cares Charity Relief Auction. Music Cares is an organization that's dedicated to helping musicians in times of financial and medical crisis. They've partnered with Julian's Auctions to sell memorabilia from various music icons so that they can raise money for their cause. Taylor Swift's signed acoustic guitar is expected to be sold anywhere from $5,000 to $10,000. Other artists participating in the auction include Snoop Dogg, Ozzy Osbourne, Joni Mitchell, J-Hope from BTS, and many more. On this day in 1963, the Rolling Stones rocked and rolled together for the first time at London's Marquee Jazz Club. Also in music history, David Bowie earned his first number one album in 2016 with Black Star. The Starman died a week earlier. Strike a Chord is WFUV's public service campaign. We choose to highlight nonprofits in the New York City area that do work centered around a specific theme. This quarter, our focus is clean communities. We take a look at organizations that work to clean, sanitize, and beautify the New York City area. WFUV's Isabel Danzis spoke with the director of Clean Bushwick Initiative about their work cleaning up the streets of Bushwick and educating people about pollution. Hi, my name is Nicole DeSantis, and I am the director of Clean Bushwick Initiative. Could you just start off by talking a little bit about what Clean Bushwick does? 
Clean Bushwick Initiative is a community organization that started about seven years ago now. And when it started, the main focus was really to clean up the litter off the streets in the neighborhood. But over the years, it's really evolved into so much more than that, an educational organization, um, a collaborative, you know, in terms of getting together with other community groups, businesses, residents, uh, local politicians, really to highlight both the litter and environmental issues in the neighborhood, but also to look at the bigger picture environmentally and how we can reduce our waste. Could you talk a little bit about the importance of having a clean community beyond just, you know, maybe having a clean environment to look at? Sure, yeah. For some people, I think it is aesthetics, but I think when you start digging deep into these issues, you realize that there's so much more at stake. There's health, there's mental health. When people live in neighborhoods that are clean, and cared for. I think it makes them feel better. I think when you walk outside and feel that your neighborhood is dumped on, left behind, um, less important, I think it really has to, an impact on how people feel about the, you know, about themselves and about where they live. What do you hope that the citizens of Bushwick either notice or take away from your work? We all have a tendency in every neighborhood or just people in general to want to place blame um, outside of ourselves for issues and you know there's plenty of blame to go around for most issues I think that's true but I think more important is how we can contribute positive in a positive way we all create garbage you know not one of us can can claim to, to not do that so I think it's really important to look at your own carbon footprint what are we buying what companies are we supporting um, what businesses are we supporting do they align with our beliefs and, you know, contributing positively to our communities? I think there's a lot of ways we as individuals can really make a difference um, and, you know, spread education about these issues. And could you describe a time specifically that you felt like you made a difference doing this work with Clean Bushwood? I think during the pandemic, doing these cleanups once we were sort of allowed to gather really gave people a, pla a place to go when there wasn't a lot of places to go to connect with people safely. Um, so continuing those during the pandemic and then also removing a lot of the PPE off the street, which was just so bad during that time. And, and also, you know, there was a lot of takeout. There was a huge, huge issues during the pandemic as, as far as sanitation was concerned. So I think that had a really positive impact. We would get really amazing turnouts to events because I really think people wanted to feel like they were doing something during that time. Um, but also having a way to connect with other people, which, you know, was so, so challenging to be able to do safely. That was WFUV's Isabel Danzis speaking with Nicole DeSantis, director of the Clean Bushwick Initiative. And that's our show for today. I'm Noah Osborne. And I'm Christina Lulich. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.